scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. people and welcome back to this horrible place your weekly horror podcast with all the screams you could hope for don't get too comfortable horrible things are about to happen my name's caitlin and i'm jen and we're your horrible hosts while you're visiting this horrible place Welcome back to episode 20. Oh my gosh, 20. How exciting. 20, 20 hours of us. 20 hours of us <laughs> just know. bringing horror your way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're excited about it. Yeah, it just, it feels like a little bit of like a, I'm just so excited we're doing this podcast. It literally gives me so much life. Same. And makes me so happy. It's all Same. I think about. Like I spring up in bed and I'm like, we need to do this movie. I know. I'm always <laughs> like writing ideas down like, oh, I can't wait till we do this. I can't wait till we do this. And like, we can't wait to bring it. To yeah. Like and like on the business side it. of things, we have so many exciting things in store. Mm-hmm. So you'll see. We kind of got a bit of a fire under our butt recently because Jen had an awesome project to do in school, which yeah. she got to do yeah. on our podcast. And it's kind of just like reignited our excitement again. Yeah, yeah. So we were already pretty excited last week, but this week, look out. Yeah. <laughs> we're, com- <laughs> we're coming for you. Oh, 20. Crazy. This weekend we had an awesome crazy weekend if you follow us on instagram you'll know you'll know why we went up to a cottage in the wilderness yeah we were out basically near grand bend everybody who's yeah. familiar with southwestern ontario it's like a major beach around here anyway um yeah our friend has a cottage there and we had an event <coughs> which myself and my boyfriend kind of put together i hosted it and jen was a huge part of participating in that <laughs> if you, you want to announce what, what it is a murder mystery If anybody has done them before or has not done them before, they are super fun. It is really fun. You should really commit yourself to one one time because it is just so exciting and like it's one it's thing about the people together. you're doing it with though it's i can true. see how some could just fall apart if people are just not into it yeah if you're not <laughs> if you're not in the mood to like be playful and silly and just like kind of laugh through everything and like be in character yeah it's not gonna work out but if you're really like that and you have a group of friends that are really like that it yeah. is worth putting the time and effort and money into plan yeah. it Get it out there. Have fun with it. Because it's one thing to get together with just a group of friends, but it's another thing to do it for, like, an event or something. We wanted to do it, like, the first night we got there. Because yeah, we're like, we oh were my so God, excited, just... but yeah. everything worked out perfectly for the second day. I feel like it went on for about, probably between all of us, five hours. Yeah. But we were, like, making meals and stuff in, in that time. Yeah. Like, there are usually about three to four hours long, depending. Yeah. So, five hours is just, like, us being really, like, outrageously and drunk. And you <laughs> went all out. It was amazing. Like, she did, like, a tape outline of a body on the floor that was like perfectly anatomically correct and I'm like did you trace Jeremy for this and she's like no I just freehanded it I'm like that's I don't know if uh okay yeah <laughs> so I actually did freehand that tape line on the floor and then my boyfriend Jeremy laid down and it was exactly <laughs> his outline it, like his height and everything it was pretty that hilarious so and everyone awesome. was like what's going on I was like I don't know subconsciously I yeah. guess I murdered my boyfriend yeah. like fuck <laughs> oh you that went all out great. Caitlin killed it she like yeah. made all these like crafty things and she made the we had like lipstick to put across our throats when we died yeah. and like I had like tissue paper bludgeoning like I got like hit with the, I died like blood squirting coming over her head I got like. hit with a candlestick I died yeah. <laughs> I was a victim <laughs> it was so was fun so though. nosy though just got so into it yeah. <laughs> she just had to see what was going on and unfortunately yep. curiosity killed the neighbor yeah I also like didn't get it right which so I'm just like I died and I d- didn't win <laughs> But it was Sorry. so fun. That was so fun. It was the best time. But highly recommend doing know, that with your friends. It was also Jen's birthday this past weekend, October 6th. If you missed it, go check her out. Jen.is.horrible on Instagram. Show her some birthday love. It's never too late to send someone <laughs> happy, good messages. Oh, Caitlin um, got me a really tall, sparkly pink cake with like a epic. gold drip. I'm like, you know me so well. Those are like my two. It was yeah. so like freaking, yeah. Anyway, this awesome bakery in London, Ontario called the Boombox Bake Shop. They make the best freaking cake mm-hmm. shout out to them shout out to other caitlin hi caitlin <laughs> um she made that cake uh custom for us for jen yeah and it was so awesome talking to her she was so easy to work with and like so nice and just a nice little bill and everything like like a perfect little invoice anyway it was really like a professional yeah 
I highly recommend them. If you're from London, near London, stopping through London, Ontario, go there. You will not regret it. <laughs> so <laughs> they good. have like cupcakes every so day. It's amazing. Anyway, I love them. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a really good weekend, and we're just like riding on that high. And now we're super excited about this movie as well that we're talking about. Yes, our topic <clears throat> this week is the Blair Witch Project, nineteen ninety nine. So <laughs> this movie has such huge again. Yeah, I'm reviews. so excited to hear all your like history backstory situation because I know so a tid- I know a tidbit of it, but I'm ready to like I'm literally like putting a blanket on, nestling up, <laughs> like I'm ready. Story time with Caitlin. Here we yeah, go. <laughs> I'm so into this movie. I love it so much. Okay, so immediately the intro to this movie is the black screen with the white writing saying in October of 1994. Three filmmaker students uh, went disappeared mis- in the woods near Burkittsville, Maryland, while shooting a documentary. Yeah. One year later, the footage was found. Yeah. So that's they're letting you know right away that what you're about to watch is from people who are missing and presumed dead. We assume we don't know what happened mm. to them. So at this point, you don't know, and you just have the film that you're about to watch unfolding their experience. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like the first few scenes and stuff. Like I really like the acting. It seems just so like realistic. You know? It is so genuine. Yeah. yeah. Especially in all like the beginning scenes and stuff. And like I really like her especially. Like she's her character and her like development in the first first few scenes and everything I was like yeah, yeah like, you know she's what? Awesome. actually so something that's interesting that I found out while I was looking this up is that Heather Donahue who plays herself Heather in the film she was actually like nominated for like wars actress and stuff and like at certain points of the film I, I kind do, of see I definitely it, get where that she's kind oh, of like that's trying I'm to be saying, a like in the first moody. few scenes I was gonna yeah <laughs> yeah like she, she gets a little too moody at certain yeah, points no, where it's kind sure. of noticeably like not that genuine but, but I mean in the, begin- in the first like five scenes maybe I'm like yeah. I agree when they're I picking up the crew members believable. everybody's getting introduced and stuff like her friend Josh shows up on she's like hey it's Mr. Punctuality and it's just like she's so like a, that kind of person and yeah. you just believe right away like okay we're getting to know Heather and Heather is very sarcastic oh yeah <laughs> so it kind of is like fun because she's so sarcastic that it kind of like makes her be able to I feel blend in with the guys a lot exactly kind of sarcasm, yeah. but when she gets sensitive they still just keep going with sarcasm but we'll get yeah. to that anyway <laughs> um, that's funny so yeah so the first thing they do they pick up all the crew members they're like are you excited totally I'm excited we're all excited yay Blair Witch okay so everybody cheers <laughs> This is the first night, documentary night. We're going to get this done. They think that they're going to the woods for a couple of days to film the legend and about Burkittsville and the Blair Witch. Um, so they get the backstory initially from the townspeople. Yeah, and I, I love interview out, montages. They're so good. Yeah, so something that's really <laughs> cool is when they're doing all of this um, and like interviewing everybody in Burkittsville, asking about the Blair Witch, some of those people are actual townspeople that really? they genuinely just walked up to and started that's asking. So cool. And some of them are actually planted by the directors and they don't know which way or which. You can kind of tell, I feel, watching them like, for example, yes, like yeah, the fisherman well. to me. One of them seemed really planted, but maybe he was genuine. I don't know. Like, there's two fishermen talking about it, and one of them is like, oh, you're yeah. full of shit. And the one who says you're full of shit, he seems fake to me. Yeah. But the other guy seemed genuine, so I was kind of confused by that scene. For sure. I yeah. I liked how they kind of, like, talked over each other, like, because he was saying that he saw this, like, mist rise up from the water. And yeah. He, and the other guy's like, you were like, drunk when you, when you saw like, that. Yeah, he's like, I wasn't drunk that day. Like, <laughs> and they're all, like, talking yeah. over each other. Yeah. And that's hard to do, like, kind of hard to do as an actor. Like, I agree. Like, if you have a script and stuff, like, to make that natural. I know this this whole movie's not scripted. Exactly. Yeah, and that's just one crazy. of my favorite things. So, like, a cool little tidbit about this film, actually, is that, so, off-camera, which we were never shown, they, first off, they recorded 20 hours of footage over eight days, okay? That's what they did, and they cut it down to 82 minutes. Imagine having to do that. They initially cut it down to two and a half hours, showed it to, like, five different audiences, got feedback, mm-hmm. and then cut it down again based on the feedback they yeah. had. But anyway, so they filmed eight days in the woods, and... At no time were they given an actual script to work with. They were actually left canisters, like film canisters, with instructions about how to guide the next scenes they would be shooting. And they had to find them under milk crates that the producers left out for them on GPS. So they had little GPS, like... Machines and they had to go find coordinates and that's where they would go and they would camp nearby that and that would tell them how to play out the next part of the movie. That's crazy. So they would just keep recording based on the script. Talk about method acting, right? I also heard that they like didn't feed. They fed them like kind of less and less and stuff. Wanted them to be 
uncomfortable. And to, like, starve them and, like, make them uncomfortable out there and, like, whatever. Also, like, while the producers were out there camping nearby and stuff, they did essentially just abandon them in the woods. Yeah. And they were the ones that would come back and fuck with them at nighttime when they did the nighttime scenes. Yeah. They'd come back and, like, rustle outside the tent and do all the shit and, like, hear That's the voices so, talking. It's, like, literally and, just like, torture, yeah. Yeah. And imagine, Psychologically, like, that'd be crazy, especially after eight days. It would be draining days. because you are literally just, yeah. like, abandoned in the woods for eight days and now you're getting hungrier. You have to, like, fucking act through it. So that's what makes, like, the acting, like, super realistic yeah. and crazy at certain points. Yeah. Like, you can tell they kind of do just, they like, got hungry, get a little bit, like, hangry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It's very real. Mm. Um, yeah, so one person that they're talking to when they're getting interviews, <laughs> they're like, so do you believe in the Blair Witch? And the person's response is, well, I believe enough not to go up there in the woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't go up there. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I've never I'm been up there. I'm not risk it. Yeah. And then I love when they're interviewing the mom and the kid like she's covering her mom's mouth while she's talking about like the Blair Witch and like a sad disappearance or something the baby's like no <laughs> like yeah yeah mouth. and she's like it's okay I'm just telling scary stories but they're not real and she mouths to the camera she's like yes they are <laughs> that's so funny that was pretty but yeah funny. they hear all this stuff about like missing kids and yeah. they brought so they brought the police brought them out like one at a time and whatever like it was just all these crazy stories that happened yeah they were place. talking about this like Mary Mary Brown mm-hmm. was like this crazy townswoman and she's saying how she used to be like a ballerina and a scientist that wanted a bunch of awards and this so like it sounds like everything that she's saying is crazy so at one point Heather admits she's like honestly I tuned out most of what she was saying because I thought she was just full of it but she said something about a pile of rocks yeah which comes into play a yeah, little bit down for the line sure. <laughs> yeah and then they they're done like interviewing people and they decide to get a little drunk well she, at first she's like we have a big day tomorrow and like blah blah, blah. and then she takes that shot <laughs> I love the face she makes after like that's I think that's the moment where I'm like I like this girl like she's just has a really likable thing about her like yeah. I don't know I like her too I thought yeah. she was just like very likable from the start and like she does like kind of rub you the wrong way sometimes in the way that she is so overwhelmingly committed mm-hmm. and like but I, I get I get where she's but especially from. in the beginning I'm like okay here yeah we go. Like, yeah, yeah for sure and then like one of the people in the town are like these damn kids will never learn when they say that they're going like, yeah. into the forest it's like here we go yeah that is, that is what someone says to them because they're just like oh we encourage people you need to be fucking checking up on this stuff you're about to go story and you gotta go hunt it sort of thing and it's just like that is like very classic like western culture mm-hmm. thing of like we hear about people dying somewhere or like horrific abuse happened at this abandoned asylum yeah and everyone's like well I gotta go there and see if the ghosts are there to try and kill me like <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> and then they basically start filming the documentary because they find this coffin rock or whatever. Yes. And I hate so... her announcer voice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so when she goes into story mode about it, she gets really like kind of very documentary <laughs> so announcey like yeah and it is it is kind of cheesy like the way that she does present it but I get what she's trying to do she wants to appear as a professional like a, someone who's done her work and like she was saying in the film she's like I don't want to do any cheesy shit she's like I want it, I want the legend to speak for itself so like let's not try and like fake anything out like yeah. let's do it all very by the books because I think sure. she feels like she's being really like highly judged based on this project or whatever um, so yeah she's t- trying to take a very serious thing she's very like the people here yeah. have died a horrible death. And you're just like, oh my goodness, calm down. <laughs> yeah, she's like over at Nancy. Yeah. So. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, they're heading to Coffin Rock, which is where they found out about all those, um, I, I'm like missing children or no, that was a, that was the men that were taken there. I was so distracted by her looking from them. <laughs> No, like, apparently, like, um, I think, like, people that went looking for them or something went missing into the woods as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, They were found presented on Coffin Rock in a way, and with all their, like, yeah. like, insides disemboweled and everything. But then the next day, or, like, hours later, they were missing. All the bodies went missing, and no one ever found them. And it was kind of just, like, very obscure that someone would, A, do that in the first place, and then, B, come back, take the bodies, and not even be noticed within a few hour period. Mm-hmm. No, it was it's quite, crazy. like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh it didn't God. really make sense. I so. feel like they start losing their minds, like, so early, too. <laughs> yeah, like, well, the first right night when, sleeping yeah. in the woods, Josh says that he heard two voices, and he's like, yeah, one could have been an owl, but the other was, like, a definite cackling, is what he Ooh. said. And the other guy, and Mike, was like, if I heard cackling, I would have shit myself. <laughs> like, he's like, honestly. <laughs> That's so funny. They also want her to, like, turn off the camera all the time because they're just like, let's figure this out. Like, this isn't part of... Us panicking is not part of the documentary. Yeah. Well, she thinks that it's like... Yeah, she... I think that... 
at a certain point, Josh or Mike pick up picks up the camera and they're like, oh, I get why you like looking through this so much. It's not quite reality. Mm-hmm. And they think that that's probably what she's using as like a defense mechanism for, for how sure. fucking distraught they all are yeah. as they kind of get further and further into this forest. And like and just the madness as the actors, as you know later. For like, sure. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they find like three piles of rocks outside their tent and she's like, are you, like they're like, are you sure those weren't there? And she's like, there's no way they were there. So I can see how she was like annoying and kind of bad actress in that part, you know? Yeah. Because she just freaks out. Oh, and the loud footsteps in the middle of the night, or fo- I feel like it just sounds like trees breaking, which is, it's just like the most terrifying sound. It is sound. very similar, yeah, like trees breaking or like branches snapping oh. or like, I thought like rocks being banged together, it's yeah. like clack, 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 like just, kind of thing, and you just kind of hear it in like repeats and then silence, and then so like scary. sounds and then silence, and you just like hear this coming from all sides of you, yeah. which is like even scarier, because like even if you're filming and you know what you're filming and you know people are trying to scare you on purpose, it's kind of like... I don't want to be in that scenario still. Like, even if it's fake, like, imagine being, like, where we went camping this summer. That's what I was literally just going to say is, like, you know, when you're camping and it's pitch black and you just, like, you almost, like, turn off the flashlight for a second. You're like, wow. You literally can see nothing but the sky. (laughs) And that's kind of, like, at certain points what... And they hear these noises, too. Like, it's so scary. It is I get chills at these points in in the movie when it's nighttime and that crackling and tree branches is happening. I'm like, ooh. Like, it's... So day two, they're looking for a cemetery in the woods that supposedly is there, like an ancient cemetery, and there are piles of rocks that they're looking for. And she gets there, and they find that. No, but they they, didn't they lose the map first, or did they find that cemetery? They I still had the map at this point. Oh. Yeah, they don't lose the map for a few, like, for a bit. Yeah, They yeah, have yeah. the map for at this point still. It's just that she's lost. She has no idea where they are. Yeah. But the problem is not, in fact, the Her. map or Heather. Yeah. It's the woods. <laughs> the woods constantly are turning them around so they can't get out of there. How nuts is that? Yeah, so they don't realize it at first. They just think that Heather is a bad guide and keeps, yeah. those, like, getting them lost. So that's creating tension among, among their group of, like, they all just, like, it's wanted to the- film some information (laughs) yeah Yeah, they all just wanted to film some information and then like it turns out like nope (laughs) you don't get to do that you guys are here and you're stressed down like that is the coolest concept of this in my opinion is like the fact that you're trapped in this never-ending wood yeah and no matter what direction you go you can't get out in the oh yeah no matter where you go you can't get out and this is so this is the first time that they cross a huge tree over a river and mm-hmm. note I say first time <laughs> mm-hmm. okay because they see this just huge tree it's unmistakable how ginormous yeah, this and there's tree almost is. like a rushing river unlikely that there's more than one ginormous tree exactly like this tree knocked over yeah. this river somewhere yeah so anyway they cross this thing and then that's when they file the, find the piles of rocks in the trees and on the ground which is yeah. the, the cemetery that they were looking for so the first day was coffin rock second day was cemetery oh yeah okay so that's what they were looking for for the film and then they went back to film at night they were like oh yeah same thing but at night <laughs> like it was the only same thing but darker <laughs> but I loved it still it's but so yeah, scary it was really interesting the sound and is then, crazy and so then... this is when they're woken up again by the sounds of like the banging rocks like the trees yeah. branching like and it's a lot closer this time than it was the first night terrifying <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. So day three, it's rainy. Everyone is shook and upset, lost, and no one trusts Heather anymore. They're just over her shit. And they just, like, think that she doesn't know what she's doing. She doesn't know how to get them out. They don't think they're going to get home at this point or, like, out of here on And time. she's like, I can't find the map anywhere. And this is when she's like, did you guys, <laughs> did you take it? Like, come on, you guys, you guys have it. Like, it was, yeah. in, my, it was in my pants pocket, and I know I left it there since we started this trip, so. <sighs> Things are tense. <laughs> like, because they're just like, this is ridiculous. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, like, going so on? we actually said earlier that they woke up with the piles of rocks outside their tents, too. That didn't happen until, like, their fourth day there, but that was, like, after, like, Every night they get, they hear the sounds getting closer and closer mm. to their tent. So anyway, that's what they woke up to. We're on day four. Freaking the rocks outside their tents. There's three piles of rocks, which they noticed marked cemetery, like grave marks. And so now there's three right outside their tent. And Josh is like freaking out at this point. He's like, are you sure we didn't like set our tent up right here mm-hmm. by accident? Like sort of thing. She's like, I, we didn't set up our tent in the middle of like three piles of rocks exactly around us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, that would yeah, be like, impossible. There's no way. Not to like step on them, knock them over, notice them or something. And so anyway, that was really like, that's the point where we were like, fuck, like you guys, I feel like you guys have been marked. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? It's like, so scary. She's now sure. hinted like, hey, guess what? 
You. <laughs> like, you. Oh, I feel like Mike is just constantly losing his shit. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, especially in the beginning. Oh, <laughs> or like yeah. The, He's yeah. a freaking Grumpy little cannon bomb. <laughs> like, he is just waiting to explode at all times, yeah. it seems. And the longer that he gets, like, deprived of things, like food and water and shit, the more angry For he sure. gets. And I wonder so, how much of that was real. Like, frustration. You know I'm sure I mean? it did become real because at a certain point, like, even, like... We'll, we'll get to it. day five. We'll get of, to it. Yeah, yeah, well, like, on day four, this is when the map goes missing. And Josh is just losing his mind. And he's so mad at Heather. Like, so mad at her. He's, like, trying to break her down at this point because she's the only person who's kind of, like, been, like, mostly, like, we're fine. Just keep going. She's trying to, like, keep her shit together because she's clearly, like, devastated about everything yeah. that's happening. And this is when... This is my favorite part of the whole movie this is josh's monologue of like freaking the fuck out at heather she's like she's like well, he starts filming her he picks up her camera and she's sitting against a tree and she looks like she's about to ball already mm-hmm. and he's like want to make some movies heather he's like isn't that what we came here to do and he's just like taunting her and she's just like fuck you kind of thing like, yeah like stop can, just fuck off right now upset yeah but she, he doesn't even care because he's so gone at this point that he just wants her to be down where he yeah. is and like so he breaks her down and he goes I think off camera she says something like, oh, I'm, I'm just like, I have no motivation to deal with this right now. I think mm-hmm. that's what she says because he just snaps and he's like, here's your motivation. You're lost. You're angry in the woods and no one is here to help you. There's a fucking witch and she keeps leaving shit outside your door. There's no one here to help you. She left little trinkets. You fucking took one of them. She ran after us. There's no one here to help you. Yeah. We walked for 15 hours today and we ended up in the same place. There's no one here to help you. That's your motivation. And he's just like fucking like screams that at her and he's pushing the camera like at her face back and forth like taunting her and she just breaks down and cries for sure and she just like stampers (laughs) off because it's just like what do you do at that point just like wow okay if you're gonna keep screaming at me and Mike is just like trying to like break this up because like despite him always being angry and explosive at this point he's just like guys we we can't fight anymore he's like we're all screwed whatever like let's just accept that yeah. He's like, I'll take a first watch tonight. So they all decide they're going to take shifts to watch and, like, see what's going on outside their fucking tent. Because... And they hear some stuff. Yeah, they hear some like stuff. Like a baby crying. Yeah, It almost sounds like a crowd of people, like, talking, talking about something. At, like, oh, whispering outside God, of them and saying things about them. Like, And, like, that's the worst part is that, like, they're probably, like, it sounds like 10, 5 feet away from your tent. So you can, like fully like hear like yeah it's so terrifying yeah and then that's when they all start rustling the tent and that's everybody just runs the fuck out of there because they're like they don't know what to do i would not want to watch this and then go camping like it would fuck me up a little bit like if we were going camping this weekend i'd be like um it would be hard yeah (laughs) and like rustling in the distance again it sounds like someone's almost running like oh my god it's just too much yeah so this is when yeah they all like crouch out in the woods all night until daytime because they just can't go back to their tents. they're too afraid and then that's when like they're all just sitting there in silence like with the camera on and then Mike I think goes did you hear that baby screaming mm-hmm. and they're like there's no baby it wasn't screaming like nothing's screaming yeah. out here and they're all just like clearly starting to get devastated yeah. <laughs> like it's pretty and fucking then in the morning scary. they notice that like I think just Josh's stuff is all thrown around Josh's stuff is destroyed all of his water is emptied out so that's something that I think that the producers did on purpose of like okay that's time crazy. to start depriving you and then because he says it too he's like why the fuck did they just dump out all my water he's like what does that mean he's like what's that and of course yeah, like he's playing into it but he's wow. so mad about it and then he starts to realize like oh we're all being deprived of like fucking whatever that's crazy so yeah they all pick up their shit take off again they come across the same log on the river and then they freaking turn around they're like fucking whatever let's it's not the same log whatever they and then they're talking they're like oh it came three nights in a row of course it's gonna come again tonight kind of thing like they're all freaking out like it's getting dark again like what do we do come across the same log on the river and they're just like start to that's realize, when they start to lose like their mind, we're yeah. fucking stuck here we can't get out something else is controlling like our surrounding environment no matter which way we walk we're not leaving these woods <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, so sorry, this is the night that they actually decide to start taking watch and whatever. And uh, Josh is like, yeah, she she's just, he, he's just not into this anymore at all. Like, he wants to be home. He's supposed to be at work already, like, that mm-hmm. morning. He's freaking out at Heather still, freaking out. And then also, what happens to the map? Mike 
took the map and fucking kicked it into the river. Yeah. Because he's Which is like, like he was possessed by, by whatever. No, like, he said that he said that she the map wasn't helping them anyway. He took it out of Heather's pants to like look at it himself. Wasn't helping them anyway. Threw it on the ground and kicked that's it. That's so the river. stupid. I he thought was he was like, like possessed by the witch or something. No, he just like, like snapped. Well, that's kind of like a theory, I guess, about it. Is yeah. that like he was kind of under the influence of like the super Yeah, because he was like laughing like manically. But I think he was just like pissed and just lost his mind kind okay. of and just True. threw it in and the then it was in the river. river and then it was like what am i gonna do now Chase no i think he just like was like fuck it we don't need this thing we're yeah. lost anyway and yeah. like we're screwed anyway so whatever it's we don't so need it. it's true though that map's not gonna do anything but give you false hope yeah. um <laughs> and then so. at one point um josh is leading up against a tree and he's like freaking out and so mike is talking to her and he's like just give him five minutes like he is he just give him five minutes that's it yeah <laughs> you know he's and he's like, like do you guys like, have you any cigarettes <laughs> you can't walk up to him with a camera while he's crying he's like can you imagine how that's gonna like cause him to react like mm-hmm. please do not do that to him right now just she's like yeah but like why are we stopped why are we stopping we need to go he's like i understand we need to go we all understand we need to yeah go. but like he needs five minutes so stop. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, like, no, we need to go. We need to go right now. But like, she's I think that that's like how us. she's being told to like act like in her little canister. For sure. Thing. But it's she's also like, like in such denial because when they do come across the first log, the log, she's like, that's not the same log. Yeah. Like, she like, refuses it is. To like, open your eyes. <laughs> but eventually she does like break down. She, yeah. And, cry. and she's she, like, that was a cool part when she was like, like falling. Yeah. Almost. And we're just looking at some rock and she's just crying. Yeah. Just <laughs> that would be so frustrating. Yeah. You're lost in the woods forever. Yeah. And so, then they're like, let's go east. Okay, let's try east. Yeah. Because all they have is a compass. <laughs> yeah, so they decide the next day they're going to go east. That's what they want to do. And then they wake up after their shifts and Josh is missing. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time they're like, where is Josh? Josh! And this why? is probably why they thought she was bad. Yeah, too, and then like, they oh. think that Josh is like, maybe just took off, whatever. So they take the most important stuff. They take like the equipment that he had with him, etc. But they leave kind of just like whatever they couldn't carry. Because they're like, well, we still need to try and get out of here. We can't just like wait. Which is crazy. I'm like, I was thinking, I'm like, you can't leave. Like, I feel like this is the only... But then know, again, like, everything's nowhere. You'd be nowhere, so like, so. confused though. Like, all you want to do is find help, right? And then like get other people to come back and look for him probably. Help? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's all they're trying to do just like what do we do do we stay here do we go forward like is that thing gonna come back and find us like what happened so they hike all day and set up again no josh and they're still just fucking like deprived they have like their moment of like we're still alive let's just hug it out and like be okay with that like whatever like we're in this shit situation like it's not i don't even know this is insane like when josh is gone it's kind of like things get a lot more real (laughs) well that's the point yeah of like devastation where you realize like you you kind of know that something took him, not he's just missing. Like yeah. something has And didn't him. they not tell them as actors like what the scenes would kind of be too? So maybe they were actually like, where the fuck is Josh <laughs> at certain points? So like, you never know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. For like maybe maybe they didn't mention that he was gonna be taken. So maybe at a certain point they just pull him off screen while they were sleeping and we're like, hey Josh, yeah, you're exactly. gone now. Like exactly. <laughs> you come here, you're not in the movie anymore. <laughs> and they're so like, like delirious we'll at this point. Like they're kinda like slurring their words and stuff. Yeah, like, and they kind of have like a moment where they break down and like Mike says to Heather, he's like what's your favorite thing to do on a Sunday and Heather's like it used to be go to the woods and go hiking <laughs> she's like but I imagine that'll change from now oh on oh my god <laughs> like, that's so and funny and I'm like oh I relate to that I'm like right now I feel like yeah, that's not that's my favorite the last thing, thing either I do, yeah. <laughs> and then at um, one point I think it's in the middle of the night so that night yeah. after Josh is missing they hiked for a day set up yeah and then they hear like Josh being tortured or like screaming in pain in the yeah, distance. Yeah, he's yelling in the woods at nighttime, like crying for them. And like it's at insane. one point you hear him say, Help! And you're just like, <gasps> I know, it's crazy. So, and they're just like standing there. They're not even like following the noises. Like I know they're tense. I guess they're tense till all set up and like they wouldn't be able to find like find that again. And that's, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, a weird situation. Well, they do try and like find out where the noise is coming from and they can't pinpoint it because yeah. every time they go towards it it changes everywhere. direction right, and it's yeah. everywhere and then this is one, one of the my favorite parts that's kind of like hidden right underneath everything Mike just says I don't know if it's really him that's all he says because he's just so confused at this point but he's like I don't know if it's really him yeah and but it sounds exactly like him and that's the point when he's like how and uh-huh. you're like, it sounds just like Josh. And then it like though. goes quiet for a second too, and you're like, oh no. And 
and it's like it waits for them to find they go towards the sound and then it moves the noise again and like it's like oh no come this way come this way so that's when they go back to their tent again they go to sleep and they wake up the next day to the bundle outside their tent i love this fucking yeah i knew you would (laughs) scary and creepy it's the worst and i love it yeah so they have this bundle of twigs outside it looks like literally just like if you gathered a whole bunch of sticks and wrapped but it's almost like they're tied in different bunches too they are tied in different bunches which is crazy it's like it's like a puzzle almost it's a weird little thing and it has pieces strips of josh's plaid shirt are tying it together so first thing they do is like take it and throw it away and they're like we don't want it this is from the witch party this way over off. there yeah. yeah like we throw it they just chuck it and then they all like they just walk away and start they forget about it for a while and yeah. like um this is when mike is like rocking he's sitting cross-legged on the floor and like rocking back and forth and he's just like okay we'll keep walking we'll keep like he's going crazy yeah. at this point he's just like okay we're just and gonna, he, like, he found some going. cigarettes and he's like I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. Like, I don't he's know like, what day this like, was, I'm but I'm still alive shit. because I'm smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's how I'm, like, valuing my life right now because smoking. we can smoke. <laughs> yeah. um, this so, would be yeah. such a crazy thing to, like, go through together. And I really liked that, like, scene of when, like, the camera's just on the floor and she goes over and, like, puts yeah, her arm around they, them. And I'm like, like yeah. this would be heavy for, like, two people to be, like, freak. You'd be constantly anxious. Like, yeah, like, this is the first time even in the film, like, not just as actors, but in the film that they've met each other because they're just working together on it's a documentary. True. So, like, they're not friends. Like, Josh and her are friends, but her and Mike are not friends. They're before this moment. He's just the guy with the with the equipment who showed up to help film everything. So that's part of it is really interesting is, like, now they're depending on each other despite him kind of being quite explosive and Heather being quite clueless as to what's going on. It's kind of a bad combo, yeah, little, like, but they moment. need each yeah, other. Yeah, nice. so it was interesting. But so you, anyway. always, you always think in like situations like this, like, what would I do? Like, I well, do. How would I be acting? You always. know, like, it's crazy. I would be so panicked at this point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So Heather decides to open the shirt bundle alone, I believe, because yeah. I don't think, I think this is when Mike's like off oh. by himself, like rocking him back and forth and shit. So she opens it and she finds a shirt pouch and she's filming this as she's opening it. And she's like, first thing she does is grab like this little pouch made out of his shirt and she's like it's filled with blood that's the first thing she says yeah. and then she undoes it and she just freaks out and tosses it kind of away and like can't even look at it with the camera and then she slowly brings the camera back but she's like hyperventilating at this point like yeah. really upset and you see a tongue you see teeth you see pieces of hair so the teeth are real human teeth and then the tongue and stuff are just like props I was gonna there. ask you like what is that because I went back like three times too <laughs> I'm like I know it's hard because it shows it really yeah, it's true. It's, it really yeah, it doesn't show it very clearly because she's kind of like hesitantly really with tongues like, in there. Oh my god, yeah, I was like, so is that a tooth? Like, his, yeah, like, I saw tongue the tongue is in there. Yeah, some teeth are in there, which are real teeth that they got from like a dentist. So I looked that up. <laughs> um, and then like some strands of hair were in there too. So just like creepy, weird, random shit of being like, guess what? <laughs> kind of thing oh, from the insane. witch. Essentially just taunting them at this point, being like, I do have him. I did take him from you. Here's your reminder. Wow. I'm coming for and you she, next. she, like, has a full-on panic attack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she just point. freaking loses her mind. Yeah, and then she's like, I'm going to put these gloves on. Like, at this point, you'd just be so scared of, like, everything that's going on. And yeah. she's like, nothing... She doesn't even want to tell him because that's super traumatizing. She's like, nothing's wrong. I'm just very hungry. I'm tired. Yeah, she's I'm like, let's just go. I want to go home. Let's just go home. Let's leave. Yeah, let's like, get out of here right caught. now. My hair's caught in the like, bag. she's just, like, freaking out. She's really <laughs> upset, frantic. Like, we need to get the fuck out of here. But her despair, I really liked her acting here, too. Me too this moment where she's she, it's so realistic of how she's like just panicked yeah and like, but trying to keep it together go. like it was like, just so yeah. good I'm like I honestly said like why do I hate her in some moments and like love her in others it's a really roller coaster ride of her acting yeah I know yeah. yeah well she just does have that kind of like sarcasm about her that like if you're not in that moment with her, I guess, like, on her side about it. It's... Everything that she says is quite, like, a button push, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel. For sure. she deliberately is constantly, like, trying to almost, like, push a button of yours to see what kind of reaction she'll get out of you. And I don't know if she, like, is intentionally doing that as an actress or what, but anyway, it's interesting. (laughs) And Um, she looks so determined all of a sudden. She, like, has the compass, and she's just like, (laughs) this is enough. Like, enough is enough. She knows how serious it is now. Yeah. So she's like, we're getting out of here. Yeah, she knows that they're gonna die if they don't get of these woods and she just wants to get the fuck out so they do mission for a little bit but then at one point they're sitting down and he eats a leaf <laughs> yeah he literally eats a dry leaf and she's like are you eating a dry crusty leaf yeah right now? at least they're laughing a little bit but they were so point. hungry like, and just like yeah whatever at that point um and then this is when she takes off by herself at like just like alone a little distance from the tent to kind of like film 
a kind of goodbye yeah. to everyone, being like apologizing to like her mom and Josh's mom. That was mom very and naive. Mom, being I'm so like, sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't have came out here and been like thinking this was like fine to do and stuff. Like she was. This really was my upset. project. I insisted on everything. Yeah, I insisted like, we weren't lost. I said that we should go to the cemetery to Coffin Rock. We should go south. We should go east. She's like, I'm just everything like, it's had all to my be fault. my way. Yeah, so she feels really responsible responsible at this point for everybody. I actually love uh, when her apology too. She says like, "I'm hungry, I'm cold, and hunted." I'm like, "Yo, that's yeah. such a sick line." I love that. Yeah, and she's like, "Love you, mom." So they go back to bed, and then they wake up again to Josh yelling for the second night in a row, which is worse because you already have like the disgusting. And he's like, like "Somebody, please!" Yes. Like it's so. Scary. And that's when you realize they're getting lured to the house because she's yeah, bringing them all the way in so one direction. Right. So they find the house finally, and suddenly they're like, "Whoa, we haven't seen this before!" Finally, like somewhere new. But they're like, "Is he in here? Someone like keeping him in here?" And it's like this disheveled house. Middle and they of still the hear woods. screaming, but it sounds and far away. It. But they think it's like upstairs. And I downstairs. know they like, think it's, it's so upstairs. Scary. Yeah, so they can't find Josh. Silence, and then Josh is like Heather, like he calls her name, like in frantic panic, and she's just like screaming. So we're on Mike's camera at a certain point, and Mike is running frantically to the basement after they go upstairs. So they go upstairs first to the attic where they think they hear him first. Both of them are up there. They see children's handprints yeah. all the way up the stairwells, Ooh. which is so gross and creepy. Like I love it, but I hate it. Was it like bloody handprints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like nuts. just like old. Ugh, it's so gross. It's just hundreds of handprints from children all over these walls of the stairwells. So creepy. Anyway, so they're going downstairs now because Mike hears Josh yell again and he's like, Josh, I'm coming for you. Like running down these stairs so fast and Heather can't keep up. So we only hear Heather screaming in the background and Mike is just running forward with his camera and he's going so fast like downstairs on the main floor and then he stops on the main floor at the top of the basement stairs, hears him yell again. He's like, I'm coming for you. Comes down the basement stairs and Heather is just like, like in the background like screaming bloody yeah. murder this whole scene just like chaos now, my heart is like <laughs> yeah. racing I'm like, talking about, yeah. <gasps> I'm so scared for both of them yeah. and then Mike is like in the basement and he, hear, he thinks he hears him and then all of a sudden his camera just like falls to the floor and it, it's silent but you can still hear Heather screaming after mm-hmm. him and she hasn't caught up yet and then you go switch to Heather's point of view camera and she's now running into the basement and it's just like what the fuck Mm -hmm. is going on and she sees mike's body in the corner hanging yeah and she just screams and just like and then silence her camera drops and it's over Over. that's that's it credits yeah so (laughs) roll the credits something that's really interesting about this this is the original ending that they filmed that they wanted to put out and when someone was interested in buying the rights for distribution they wanted to change the ending so they filmed four more endings kept looking at them going over them and over them and over them and then we're finally like you know what the whole point of the first ending is that everyone should be puzzled no Mm -hmm. one should see the witch and know exactly what happened and no one should know why everyone went missing and like disappeared kind of thing like who took them where their bodies yeah. went nothing no that's answers. the point that gives was the you, point it gives you nothing because apparently also there was a point in the film where one of the directors or producers someone had literally dressed themselves all in white at nighttime and was supposed to actually make it into the camera pan um, and that figure was supposed to be the witch itself outside hmm. the tent and the camera person forgot to pan just far enough left to see that figure yeah. and they just decided not to reshoot it and to leave the whole witch figure out just because out. they yeah which originally is, they were going to really show cool. exactly like yes yeah. i do love that yeah. it's like the less they show the scarier it is which is the whole for point sure, cuz if they did so, show something they might have just ruined absolutely everything yeah so i know that like for example blair witch 2 i don't know if you've seen blair witch 2 no, Book I of shadows actually. and then there's also like the blair witch 3 um prequel or no sorry it was a sequel about like the brother of heather mm. is now a teenager slash adult and he's going to look for heather because he's like no one did anything Weird, yeah. they just left have her you seen in all the woods. Of them? Yes, I have. So, so number two they? is not it is similar but not as good. Like it's it's a very different kind of feel that you get, and it's like I like it for a different reason, but I look at it as its own film. Yeah, you always kind of have to. I do, yeah, because it's like they do follow like the kind of Blair Witch story again. Like they're getting together a documentary crew for the sake of shooting. Uh, or sorry, two few people are writing books about this place yeah. and like writing a novel about the history history about every uh, Burkittsville and like cemeteries and witches and whatever. 
Um, so they're getting together another crew and this like Blair Witch movie is a real thing in this world now where yeah. like a guy is like benefiting from like little twig figures that he's making now and like selling to people mm-hmm. from like the woods that they show and stuff. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I so remember on that. eBay. Yeah, no, actually maybe I have seen that. Then. Yeah, yeah. I so think I for sure have, yeah. They have Sorry. like a goth I remember that because that, like, that guy's psychic. so funny. Yeah, he's so obnoxious and like ridiculous. Like, just, like, I yeah, like might as well it, capitalize so on it. Yeah. <laughs> what is the significance of that symbol or the pile of rocks or do you know anything about the little things left around or hung up in trees so they just like freestyled all of that they made it all themselves um but the pile of rocks is like an actual thing about like burial grounds and stuff that used to be like an actual grave marker in many different Mm -hmm. like backgrounds like yeah like back before tombstones that we have today existed those would be that's great and there was three too i didn't even make that connection yeah three right outside their tent so they were just like foreshadowing of like hey guess what (laughs) you're in my woods now (laughs) that's crazy yeah yeah it is really <laughs> like crazy that. and something that's so something that's really interesting so the two um writers slash directors um daniel murick and eduardo sanchez um they actually both were film students at university of central florida and both agreed the documentaries on supernatural on the supernatural were scarier than traditional horror films which is what inspired blair witch they started to write this screenplay in 1993 but didn't actually film it till 1997 which is a really cool idea mm-hmm. that they like kind of stayed in touch had this idea and like just fucking ran with it at one point showed it at a film at sundance, sundance film festival and were offered 1.1 million dollars to buy the rights to it to like crazy actually it was it. so low budget too yeah they spent only like $60,000 total to film the whole thing. They literally just used like a few handheld cameras and like that was it. They yeah. filmed 20 hours, cut there, it down. Did the actors two, like minutes. sue them afterwards or was there some like legal stuff? Because they're like, that um, was really abusive and torturous. I didn't whatever. see anything about oh, that yeah? to be honest. Yeah, I read uh, one headline. Yeah, something that is interesting though is so for a year after the movie had released, their whole marketing campaign was that this was real and that this actually happened. Yeah. So they handed out like missing posters and stuff to people for a time. And they had a website with like faux uh, police reports and interviews and, and it's like shit like that. And like newspaper stuff. So this is one too. of the only films that had like mass mark- viral marketing from the internet alone. From mm-hmm. doing their own marketing thing and like not hiring like TV, radio, etc. Like they actually just funded it's it all a, themselves. It's like a, like a lot of people are obsessed with this movie too. Yeah. There's like a huge following. I know, I know. And, like, some people really don't like it. And, like, I get, you know, my fan footage is, like, you either love it or you don't. There's no in-between, usually. You, it's either for you or it's not for you, and that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, but, oh, and another thing, sorry, that was really cool, too. All of these people were listed on, on IMDb as missing slash presumed dead for a year after the release of this. <sighs> Because no one actually knew whether or not they were actors or real people. And they wanted to just keep the hype going. No, they genu- but gen- people genuinely didn't know. Oh. <laughs> they didn't know for a long time. Like, that was their marketing. Yeah. Like, people just didn't know. And eventually it came out like, they're just people that were casted. Yeah. Like, whatever, and like, same alive. as everybody else. She's yeah, like, everybody's here. fine. <laughs> yeah. People, like, actually sent Heather's parents, like, family, like, cards, like, so That's sorry nuts. for your daughter and stuff. Like, oh yeah, God. people, like, would do stuff like that. Being like, I'm so sorry that this happened to your family. And then people are like... Uh, can we start, like, telling people that you're fine? Because I need to stop getting, like, funeral cards from my daughter. Oh, my God. Like, that's so funny. Freaking so A whole sad, year, but... people think you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty cool. I really appreciate so much that they like marketed it that way and that it blew up because this did like inspire a lot of found footage films from that point on to so really true. fucking push the bar and I'm so glad and like yeah but so yeah I was gonna say about Blair Witch 3 something that I don't like so they go back to the woods it's a lot more similar to number one in that it's like Heather's brother a group of friends they're there they're trying to find Heather trying yeah. to find clues anything that the police missed or didn't talk about or covered up or whatever um, and they show a figure like they create a creature that is supposed to be the witch and i just get so mad wow. i'm like why it literally is like a spidery shadowy no. creature with like a long witchy face and it crawls towards them in the house it shows so much of it jen it's are you horrible. kidding me and i not can't the good horrible i'm not interested it's, in it's watching freaking that banned I'm, from this horrible place no, horrible it can join my <laughs> list of movies i never ever want to see again blacklisted for sure <laughs> with it <They're> too <laughs> on that list as well yeah i watched it <laughs> that's literally 
was so bad. Ones. And then also the camera, the whole time, most of the movie is them right, like running. So it's so bad. It's so shaky. You can't see any of the scenes. Gives you just a headache. Like, it's too yeah. found footage. It's like you literally might as well just watch a dark screen with like audio because that's all you're getting at. Yeah. Movie. It's like until they decide to show the witch when they're all conveniently <sighs> fucking calm with the camera for the first time. And it kind of almost like did it ruin almost the first one for you? Because I'm like, you're like, that's what was supposedly. No, <laughs> no. it doesn't because it's I just a, don't even consider. Yeah, I don't consider it even of the same quality. So it's I'm true. like, you know what? You're not even the same thing. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. You're not the same witch. <laughs> that witch would never look like that. Yeah. <laughs> I have. definitely have to put like a lot of time in between when I rewatch this again. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I could do like once a month or so. Because it's, it's just true. a little bit. Yeah. It's, an it's been a while since I've seen but, it. But yeah, and I kind of like always to like just watch it in October at least anyway for the sake of like the feel of like it's Halloween time. Mm. I would love to go camping at this time of year and like it would actually like even though it'd be horrifying I would love to also watch this and then go camping and see if I would just be okay. Nope. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not camping this weekend. <laughs> like seriously Maybe I wouldn't we be are. Like, Yeah you're gonna kidnap me and throw me in the wilderness now <laughs> and deprive me of water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and food and then film me getting hangry. Oh god. I can't believe that they were actually just like left to their devices just to amp up the drama like it feels so feels like a movie plot in itself someone needs to make, someone needs to make a movie so about the it's so great though because honestly like what is what what are movies if not inventive you know what I mean like I really want things to be innovative and excited and like something new like that like that is such a cool idea of filming of like they wrote the whole direction they wanted the film to go in but gave them no script and were basically like okay here's your storyline for this part of the like recording until you find your next part run with it and like just like these are your interactions which I didn't like seeing it again on actually I guess I've never known that it wasn't scripted so that's kind of crazy like I like that's insane. Yeah, that they were like literally just like told like, okay, today you guys are gonna fight about this, and this is gonna cause a lot of tension and blah blah blah. And that's do that, it. Yeah. and that's all that they're given essentially is like work with that, kind of be your like your character, but yeah. act like yourself and whatever, and just run with it. So like that's really cool. That like I'm sure Josh was told like at a certain point like, okay, today you've snapped, <laughs> like yeah. freaking just lose your mind and tear Heather down and until she starts like, crying. <laughs> like it's so many times they're just screaming into the forest, like so frustrated. Yeah, they just. Don't <laughs> Don't know what to do with themselves. They're yeah. hungry. They're freaking tired. They're told that like, and it's they're, stressful because what would you the do? Thing, right? Is they're given GPS coordinates to their next instructions. So some days, like I don't know how long they'd have to walk each day, but maybe they did have to do long amounts of hiking to get that much. Like they filmed for twenty hours. So maybe they did hike for long periods of time and yeah. were getting like actually like hungry and malnourished and tired and like starting to like pick Dehydrated. at each other a bit. Yeah, yeah no, like seeing just 100%. like you know what, like stop it. Like get it's a really it's a face. really unique movie for sure. Like I don't know anything that really compares to it even in the found footage. It's true. Genre. Anything before it. A lot of and, things like, try to emulate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is just such a cool, like, I, I love that this movie was such a catalyst for so many other films that exist yeah. today. Like, found footage is my jam, it, do you as think you that... all know. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah, go. I was going to say, like, do you think that witches could be <laughs> considered a horror genre? <laughs> or yeah. Bit, like, I know this is found Witchcraft, footage. Witchcraft, yeah, like, for whatever. sure. Just, Supernatural. Like, I think that's up there like, with my, like, I like witch stuff. It's me cool. too, me too. It's always exciting, especially, like, the more that they follow traditional witch lore or like create like so like this legend of the Blair Witch was like created by the producers like that was their story um but I just love the whole idea of like they created this whole lore based on that because it's just like ugh. like yeah. witch, witch lore is scary of like magic she was, like, and spells like oh no yeah. <laughs> I was just that oh my yeah oh and there was actually another story too that like I think that crazy Mary Brown like way in the beginning of the film told yeah. about how supposedly like one of the children in town went missing for like three days and was returned back to the doorstep her grandma's porch like, yeah but she like, was like mm-hmm. like something was like different about her or something like she that she said she saw some lady in the forest I think and then Mary's didn't have also feet. Yeah. She said that the lady in the forest exactly. didn't have feet. Yeah. And that's the person who took her or whatever. And Not like, okay. yeah, that's what And Mary at one like in the beginning too, she's like describing this person she saw and she's like she was all furry she had like and black like covered hair, in black I'm like, like ooh like this is the worst and also like Mary was really down. fucking scary too like Jesus well something that's interesting so like the first time I watched this movie so this movie came out in like 1999 I was, I was a very young child when mm-hmm. it first came out and I didn't watch it for like a couple of years because I didn't even go to the theaters to see it sort of thing but anyway so the first time I watched it it was young enough that I wasn't really picturing 
what I feel Mary Brown was maybe trying to explain at the time. So, like, what I was picturing was just, like, okay, crazy shit. Like, this woman's saying crazy yeah. nonsense. But what I pictured this time around when she was describing that figure with, like, the hair, I was picturing Mary almost, like, kind of like a uh, like a Baphomet, like the goat-headed devil, pagan-y yes. kind of idea. Like, with, the, like, the hair on his arms only yeah. and, the, like, legs down kind of thing. Like, furry she's, legs, like, I could tell like, it was a woman, like, based Well, she could tell the female God, body, like, yeah, but yeah. same idea of just, like, covered in hair from head to toe and like who knows what her feet are like and whatever. I know and it's just, creepy like, really I, cool I really idea. liked like, like the interview and like those scenes and stuff too because I love yeah. interview montages me too I'm a sucker for them me too let's it's ask the so neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> let's see what the community thinks about this oh my god it's kind of I guess it's kind of a Oh, well, like found footage film like they do do interview montages a lot because that's what it is you're happy you have a camera in front of you and like usually yeah, you know like yeah, same in, as in wreck like, exactly they're just trying to like actually get information so you have to find people who are sources of the information yeah. and compile that right so that's exactly what they're trying to do is like what can you tell us about what we know what we think we know about this I just town. love it I'm just like anytime I'm watching a found footage film especially when the interview starts <laughs> I'm like yes here we go <laughs> now something that they actually talk about in uh, the second movie that they that happen in real life um but they kind of joke about in this one is that right after this film came out people heard about this story thought the Blair Witch was real as everybody knew because they actually thought those people went missing looking for her etc they thought the footage was real etc so people actually started going to Burkittsville Maryland for a while and like just pissing off that small town of people because so many people are going there yeah yeah, yeah. looking for like witchcraft and looking for ghost stories and they're just a small town they just want to be left the fuck alone and these people are now going there looking for a legend that doesn't even exist Mm -hmm. and like they're just like get the fuck out of here like, That's so I actually, funny. I found out that these that most of these scenes were shot in uh, Seneca Creek State Park in Montgomery County, Maryland, and only some of the introduction, like when they were talking to people and filming at the initial cemetery that was a real cemetery with like actual tombstones, mm-hmm. that those were shot in Burkittsville, Maryland. But everything else, like the woods and stuff, was like a state park. Yeah, <laughs> like they weren't in the Black Hills Forest where the Blair Witch lived. They were in a state park, and that's it. That's so funny. Yeah, so it's just kind of like, unfortunately, it did cause a little bit of disruption in the for those yeah. people. Yeah, because like they're just literally a small town of people. They're like, there's no being bombarded a by a bunch of goth chicks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like myself. Yeah. Like if I were you like, no, I would have though. Yeah. If I were old enough and that movie came out, I would have totally been the goth chick who'd show up in this small yeah. town, being like, "Where's the fucking witch at?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. And he'd be like, "Okay, child, That's there's so the fucking road." Out. <laughs> don't want to hit your ass on the way out. I love that. Yeah. So I've I've had my watch. Maybe I'll watch it in a year or two. But it's so good. It's such a good. I love like the development, and it also like makes you feel like, well, what would I do if I was in the like if this was happening to me? I'm in this vortex, and no matter where I go in this forest, I'm yeah. not getting out. Well, <laughs> and here's so the scary. thing. Yeah, you're not going to be able to survive because you're still a human who requires food and water, etc. And now you have nothing. You can't even survive on the bare minimal because you didn't expect to be stuck here forever (laughs) and obviously this witch is not letting you out of this forest so there's nothing you can do except maybe like I think at a certain point maybe I would just break down and be like show yourself to me like let's fight or something I'm I'm actually surprised that Heather never has a moment where she's like who are you or like you know what I mean like something like that maybe she did though do you know what I mean like maybe they did film that because like 20 hours of footage was taken so like maybe they just cut that out and decided like not to go that route but maybe she would have been like just show yourself like come here Right the scenes now, where it's like, dark and they're in their tent and they hear those noises are the worst of the conversations whole movie. and then yeah like the ch- tent the baby with crying the and the people talking like no yeah no 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 the first time I saw <laughs> that and like they like wake up because it's always like that it's like what happens like they wake up they turn the camera on put the camera down somewhere and are like getting dressed that so they're talking to they're like do you hear that What's yeah that? and it feels and so like, real it feels oh. like I'm there and like oh it's good it's so good it's so good. Come back next Wednesday at 6 for our next episode. Don't get too comfortable. Horrible things are happening here. Okay, here's your motivation. You're lost. You're angry in the wood. And no one here is here to help you. There's a fucking witch and she keeps leaving shit outside your door. There's no one here to help you. We walked for 15 hours today. We ended up in the same place. There's no one here to help you. That's your motivation. That's your motivation! This is horrible.